Hi, I'm Jackie. <laughs> and I'm Kelsey. And we're movie critics. JK! JK! And we just watched Christmas Vacation! Christmas Vacation! For the 500 the million... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we watched Christmas Vacation. If you don't know what it is, then you can't bye. be friends with us. Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, then bye. No, we decided to do a deep dive of one of our favorite Christmas movies. And this is honestly like, if I don't watch this movie during Christmas, like, it's not Christmas yet. Like, it's not Christmas until I've like fully watched it all the way. And I, this is not the only movie that I feel like that about. There's a couple other ones, but um, this one is definitely on there. I'd say the other two, Home Alone 1 and 2 and Elf, like those are four I have to watch. Same. Like every, every Christmas. Me too. If I dive deeper, then I also add to that list The Grinch, Santa Claus with Tim Allen, Jingle That's All the Way life. with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and <laughs> let's see. That's mainly the that's the the main ones my a fifth one that i would add to mine would be uh four christmases with reese witherspoon I really like that. that's a good one i just watched that like two nights ago where did you find an xbox for ten dollars <laughs> ten dollar spending cap <laughs> that lady was so funny and did you know like i just did a quiz on buzzfeed and it was like have you seen any of these movies that are the worst rated in history? And that one's on there. Like it has like a 15% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, whatever. Wow. That's why you have to give movies a chance because you just never know. <laughs> you seriously do. No, for mm -hmm. real. I was, and another one, I think another one was Jingle All the Way. And I was like, rah, hood. No. You know what? You're right. I think Jingle All the Way had like 18%. <laughs> and it's like totally cheesy and stupid, but like that's what it's supposed to be. No. If Got you, to get the Doberman dolls. <laughs> if you do cheesy and stupid in the right way, that makes it a good movie, even though it's like silly. Like that, because Elf is so silly, but it's like, so you know, it's because it's ridiculous, but it's also like when you do it the right way, it's like, oh, this is so good. I don't care that it's a little cheesy. It's just, it's more heartwarming then. <laughs> and speaking of Elf, if I, if we find time, which we may not between now and Christmas, I watched holiday movies that made us, the Ooh, Elf one. I need to Have watch Have you seen those. it? No. Was it so, so good? good. Yeah, I and I even to watch took that. notes just in case we decided to do a deep dive on it. So I have oh, really? like all the fun facts for that too, yeah. Oh, well, I still need to go back. Remember when we kind of watched the Home Alone one and the Dirty Dancing one when we were at Caleb's and it was like, everybody was talking. So I feel like I didn't really get to like really watch it. So I need to rewatch all of those. And cause I really yes. love all the stuff about like the, the making of the movie. Like I'm such a movie dork. Um, so I for sure yeah. need to watch those. What's the, oh, the other one's The Nightmare Before Christmas, which I am not into, right? Yeah, I wasn't as, like, pumped about that one. I know some people love that movie, but Elf is obviously, like, one of my favorites, and uh -huh. it's so cool, like, all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Jackie, you gotta watch it. Oh, yeah, no, totally. I know, I saw something where, um, Will Ferrell and Zoe Deschanel, like, um, did one of those reunion things, like, for charity, and they sang, um baby it's cold baby outside, it's cold outside yeah yes. I didn't like um I didn't uh like watch it but I was like oh I might watch that later oh hi Stella <laughs> she's just sitting next to me licking the crap out of her vag so anyway <laughs> well you know I guess if you can go ahead <laughs> oh and if you're not watching this if you're listening to it Stella's a dog don't worry <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it's have a good time, Stella. Okay, so <laughs> so I just like looked up some stuff on the internet about Christmas vacation. I've got some fun Jackie Facties. Um, mm -hmm. and number one, of course, is it was written by the amazing John Hughes, who uh -huh. I love. I don't know if you even know all the movies that he did, but like so many like um hello ferris bueller's day off in my top five of all time um uh the breakfast club i mean it, it it's like so many yeah he also wrote um the dennis the menace one that we love that movie we love with walter matthau yeah oh. i'm pretty sure he wrote it and so he wrote it's based on a short story that he wrote for national lampoon magazine which i think was a thing like back in the day 
Um, I don't really, like, was that one of your facts that you saw? No, I mean, I have something written down about John Hughes, but it's basically that he wasn't a fan of sequels. Oh, yeah. Um, Which writer of European is, Vacation. This movie is kind of a sequel, but kind of not. Like, it's more of a standalone, because they did the first vacation where they go to Wally World, and then they did the second one where they go to England, or is it flipped around? I'm not sure which one was first. I think Wally World was first. I think. That sounds right. Could that be sounds wrong. Right. Don't quote me. Yeah, don't quote us. We're just guessing here. But yeah, so it's it's based on a short story that he wrote, and they kind of, um, when Clark is up in the attic and he's stuck in the attic and he's watching the videos, they kind of base those um, videos that he watched, like kind of on the short story um, that that John Hughes wrote or something. You know, like it, it was kind of incorporated a little bit. Um, I also have that it was directed by Jeremiah Chechik, who I've never heard of, um, but Chevy Chase basically was like the director. I don't know if you got that on the thing, but like, che like originally Chris Columbus was supposed to direct it. Did you see any of this? No, go for it. Okay. Chris Columbus was supposed to direct it. Um, he was like an up and coming director. John Hughes gave him the script and he started looking at it. And then he started talking to Chevy Chase and he was like, dude, I can't work with this guy. Like he left <laughs> because he did not get along with Chevy Chase, who is basically known as, as just a huge douche in Hollywood. Like people do not yeah. like Chevy Chase, which is kind of sad. But um, so anyway, he passed on the script, which was like a big deal because he like hadn't done anything else. And so John Hughes gave him a different script and guess what it was? Home Alone. So that was his first big movie. And so he got, he, he turned down Christmas Vacation in Home Alone instead. And so, you know, the rest is history. He also did Mrs. Doubtfire and Harry Potter 1 oh. and 2. Yeah, he's done oh. some good ones. I know. But yeah, so he did not get along with Chevy Chase. Like the director walked away from the movie so they wouldn't have to work with Chevy Chase. Like, I don't, I was trying to like look into like why everyone just does not like him. Um, and I think that, so it said that he was, he, he's, he was born in New York and he came from like an affluent family. So I think he was just kind of a jerky rich kid, you know, and then like he was, really successful as a comedian but I think he doesn't like it when people a just don't let him do whatever he wants or b they don't like bow down and respect him you know if they Ooh. don't just like worship him he's just like um bye because you've heard about the stuff on community right like he was on that show community with Joel McHale but like he eventually got written off the show because he couldn't get along with the creator of the show the guy who was like the main dude so you know and yeah that's always sad to hear because he's such a likable character he really is and Clark Griswold is such a likable character and this is one other fun fact that I will say about Chevy Chase being a jerk and I think this will kind of put you over the edge I think he's the only person who is banned from SNL he um I didn't write this down but I'm just remembering it I wrote it I, I read it last night so he used to be on the show and then he became a big deal. And he has, he's in that like five timers club, you know, like with Alec Baldwin and all and Steve Martin and all the people that like have hosted yeah. a bunch of times. But um, on the very last time he like slapped Sherry O'Terry on the back of the head, like really hard. And he said, wow, that he was just being funny. But everyone was just like, like knew that he was just being an a-hole and like he got banned. Like he's never been invited back. And I'm like, wow, Terry, how dare you? <laughs> yeah. Jeez, what a jerk. I know. And and I don't know that Sherry O'Terry has ever come out and said anything about it. But um, like in a workplace, you know, whether you're doing comedy or not, that is not cool. But um, irregardless. So Chevy Chase had a lot to do with the movie and a lot of say in what stories went in the movie and who the kids were going to be and all that kind of stuff. Like he... Um, you know, and he did, sp he did spend a lot of time with Johnny Galecki, the guy that's in the Big Bang Theory, he plays Rusty in this movie. Yes. Um, so he, and, and Johnny Galecki's like, you know, he really took me under his wing. He tried to work with me. He was really cool. He was really funny. He took me to other sets and stuff. And so like, not everything I read was bad, but you know, some of it. <laughs> well. Anyway, um, yeah, so 
so yeah, direct the directed by Jeremy Chechik. He's done like some TV work and stuff. And um, let's see, what uh, do you have any any other fun facts about like it? <laughs> I mean, I have yeah. more. Like, go ahead. I mean, sure. Okay. Well, I'll say. Let's see. Which one is best? I mean, <laughs> I'll just go down my list, I guess. Um, in this one, it's interesting that Audrey is miraculously older than Rusty because in the other vacations, she's the younger one. Yep, exactly. Um, like, so I thought that was kind of interesting. But that yeah. also just goes to show that they're not sequels. They do all kind of stand alone. Like, yes, it's similar like, with the family and the Griswolds. But... Right. And it's not like, it doesn't really matter like if the kids are the same kids because it's just like they just kind of have two snotty teenagers, like mm-hmm. always, you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah and then also i thought it was a fun fact that eddie's son rocky the little fat kid he doesn't speak at all in the film he doesn't have a single word really yeah that's weird like i'm trying to think i guess the little girl talks way more right but and every um, scene he's just staring or like looking at them he's always like yeah <laughs> um no expression so at all most of mine are like quick facts so I'll just say one more and then I'll let you say one okay before I go on to my last few but um Aunt Bethany um Grace she died 30 (laughs) years ago that Aunt Bethany is Rusty still in the Navy (laughs) yeah Um, Uh, she was Betty Boop oh I have that in mind too yeah that she was the voice of Betty Boop like up until she died like she was still doing Betty Boop work like when this movie came out, I read like she was Betty Boop forever. Yeah, her name was May Questel, and she began her career as the voice of Betty Boop in 1931, and she passed away at the age of 89 in 1998. Oh wow, interesting. Yeah, I, I um I read about the parents. So the lady that played uh, Clark's mom was only like a year older than him in real life, but they just made her <laughs> older. Yeah. And then, like, and how it's funny how, like, of course, Elaine from Seinfeld is obviously one of the best minor characters of the movie. Oh, uh, for sure. But, but also, Doris Roberts was um, the mom's mom, and she went on to Everybody Loves Raymond. Like, there was, a, and then Johnny Galecki went on to Big Bang Theory. Like, those are three huge shows that people. And Roseanne. Oh, yeah. And Roseanne. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I feel like there was, there was another one, but. I read too that Beverly D'Angelo played the wife and like mm-hmm. they always said how like they just had like such a great chemistry and she was like you know I love working with Chevy he's always so great like they they're like a married couple kind of in real life like they're friends and everything um but that like she's because she's not at all like a motherly person like I think she's a little bit more rock and roll than she looks like she she was married or she has kids with Al Pacino like she was kind of a bad egg oh wow yeah and so she was like this mom character was not me at all but she was like I based it on my own mother who like cooked all the meals had always had the perfect outfit and the perfect hair and everything and like was just there to make her family happy like that's what you know Mm -hmm. that's what she based it on I know which is kind of cute I know I like that because she's so good in it too she's so funny she really is and it's like Cause like, you don't always, I kind of tend to think of chemistry between actors, like if there's like sexual attention, but it's not really always that, like if they just like vibe off each other really well, um, which I think that like you and I could also say, we just have chemistry cause they just vibe off each other, you know? (laughs) Totally. And while we're talking about Beverly D'Angelo, um, I do have a fact that says that she improved the... Oh, um, part where she sticks her hand, you know what I'm going to say, but the part where she sticks her hand on his crotch during the SWAT. T- uh, yes. And yeah. basically she told Chevy, like, I'm going to do this and let's see if anyone notices on set. And then yeah. they, they just rolled with it and thought it was funny and nobody mentioned it. Oh, that's great. I know. That's really funny. She uh, like shakes the, she shakes the like lady's <laughs> hand and then puts her hand right back on the crotch. <laughs> I know, and it's like the perfect sound too. It's like clup, like right back. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our home, or whatever. What's says. left of it? Yeah. What's left um, of it? What's left of it? Yeah. No, I I did see that one. Um. So a couple other things I read. So Randy Quaid, 
who played Cousin Eddie, he based the character and all of his little quirks on a guy that he knew growing up in Texas, which is where we're from. And I was, I was a little bit like, oh, I don't know if that's a good thing, but we'll take it, you know. But um, mainly he said the thing that he did, like the, that he took from this guy that he knew was like the, the mouth click thing, like that, that he's always doing or something. So, um, right. It is like a click. So it was like, you know, partially just that. But, um, so I also read that, you know, in Clark's rant, when he goes nuts on the boss and he's like, um, if this is a, the low, the, I don't even know the whole word, but you know, when he's cussing and kicking stuff and he's mad at the, mad at the jelly of the month club. So he had yeah. so much to say, like in that whole rant. So the cast, or who was like behind the camera, of course, like hung cue cards around their neck and they had like a word or two on it. So he would remember that he needed to like hit that part in the rant because there was so much. And they were like, you can see it in the movie where he's looking and you can see that he's like looking from person to person, making sure that he gets all of the lines in there because it's so long and he's yelling, you know, which I was like, that's kind of funny. Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> where's the Tylenol <laughs> um and then also I read you know the part where he um he gets mad because his his stuff outside won't light up and he gets mad at the Santa sleigh he mm -hmm. um he he like starts punching him and kicking him and stuff when he punched it he broke his pinky but he just like kept going with the take and then they left that take in the movie so when he's punching the 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 Santa sleigh on the yard yeah like he breaks his finger and he's like it hurts so bad but I just like kept going like <laughs> what? wow I'd be like okay cut <laughs> well props for that I just you know but like the thing I really loved and that I read so much about it was how the the actors were like it's just like the reason it stood the test of time is because like it's like the the everyday family it's not the over-the-top crazy it's just like the normal crazy where it's like look we're all a little crazy and it can get a little nuts when your family's around and you just somebody's gonna lose it you know somebody's gonna have a moment and how it's just like it's like real life it's not like you know it's a wonderful life where it's just like oh the happy family and everybody's you know like perfect you know kind of a thing yeah it's more realistic People it's more realistic yeah and that was one of the that was one of the things I read like they were saying um because Beverly D'Angelo said that um her favorite quote and people say it to her all the time is I don't know what to say but it's Christmas and we're all in misery <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a great one <laughs> which is you know because it's it's like I look forward to Christmas every year and I really enjoy all the stuff but then sometimes I'm just like okay, I need some quiet time now because, you know, it's just like a lot. Like it's just something all the time, you know? Yeah, it definitely is. Especially in our family. Uh, yeah, especially. Which and, we totally love it. But like, yes. we do have a lot of get togethers. R we do. And that's why like with our family, it's like, we do have fun and we don't like, you know, get upset and angry with each other. But there's always just like a little something going on. Somebody, you know, is just like, and you never know what it's going to be, but we always have fun and we always just enjoy each other. But do you have any other facts? Cause I was going to go on to my favorite lesser known quotes of the movie. <laughs> the one last fact that I have is when Bethany, Aunt Bethany and Lewis, I think is his name when they uh -huh. enter the house. Um, oh, uh huh. I don't know if you saw this one, but a minor earthquake struck actually on set. Ooh. Um, and the camera shakes slightly as they walk through the front door. Oh. So we need to look for that next time we watch it. Interesting. Um, you know what? I forgot one of my facts too, is that despite being a Christmas movie, they never actually make it to Christmas. It ends on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Which it's like, you know, kind of funny, but aren't kind of all of them like that? Like, isn't Elf like that too? It's like everything happens on Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, kind of. So, but you know, but that was cute. But um, okay. So Here's a couple of my favorite quotes, and I'm going to try to, of course, say it the way that it's said in the movie, and you'll have to tell me, Kelsey, if I do good. So, okay, and uh, hold on. Sorry. These are lesser known quotes, right? Right, lesser known quotes. These aren't the, you know, I'm like, what's the famous quotes like 
you know, we're all in. Misery. I don't know, Margot. I don't, exactly. It's not those. It's not bend over and I'll show you. It's not the the famous, you know, quotes like that. So the first one, of course, this is number one. Kelsey, you probably know what it's going to be. Eddie, if I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am now. <laughs> That is a good one. And I'm not going to lie, like, I use that line sometimes where I'll just be like, I, if I woke up with my head sewn to the carpet, I'd be more surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be more surprised than I am right now. <laughs> and then, um, oh, here's a good one. That there's an RV. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. When Eddie pulls up. Yeah, that there's an RV. And this also, like, the cousin Eddie quotes, like, the, the, like the shutter's full, you know, like when he's emptying out the thing and it's like, that's another famous quote, you know, people put on t-shirts and stuff. Um, but that's not this one. Also, how about, here's another cousin, Eddie, save the neck for me, Clark. <laughs> yes, that's a classic one. And you might have this one on your list, but I'm going to say it anyway. Because okay. one of my favorite parts is when Clark is at the table and he's like, hey kids, I heard that Santa was spotted, blah, blah, blah. And he looks over and Eddie goes, you serious, Clark? you serious Clark <laughs> that's another one they put on they put on t-shirts and stuff that's so funny um this is also this is probably my second favorite quote behind my headstone to the carpet it's he worked really hard grandpa so do washing machines <laughs> so do washing machines he worked really hard grandpa so do washing machines um and then the other one is uh I'd take a rain check on that. He's got a lip fungus they ain't identified yet. <laughs> He's got a lip fungus they ain't identified yet. It just cracked me up. Oh man. Is that all that you've got? Yeah, that's all I've got. Do you have got do you have any? I <laughs> do. Oh good. Well, um, I have oh dear, did I break wind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's one of my favorites aunt bethany says and then this one it's kind of hard to quote but it's whenever <laughs> whenever clark's like russ and he's like right here dad oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. he yells like, his name he yells it across the room and he's russ! Like, right here dad, right, dad. <laughs> that and is then, another facty i forgot i could also um i can add one more facty is that they trained the dog and a squirrel to run through the house and destroy everything. And the day that they went to go film it, the squirrel died. <laughs> oh, because they were like, "What are we supposed to do now?" And they were like, "Sorry, they don't live very long." So, like, <laughs> so they had to like basically just wing it. I know. And Juliette Lewis, who plays uh, the who plays Audrey, was like, "We probably filmed that." whole chase scene for a week because it was just like craziness with the dog and the squirrel running all over the place <laughs> I bet that was fun uh yeah I'm always like but I know I would get sick I'd be like how many times do we have to do this for real um my other my last favorite not yeah. not as popular quote is of all the cheap lousy ways to save a buck <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, oh that's a good one. The 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 lady coming in. I know she's the of all the cheap that's pretty low, mister. <laughs> of all the cheap lousy ways to save a buck. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's just such a good movie. It's so sweet. And it's like I I was trying to find out some facts about like the the hot girl that he likes at the at the lingerie store, you know, or whatever. But like there's Mary. Like, Mary. Well, that's my name. But um no shit. No shit, but that's you know like I mean I was just blouse browsing. I mean we say that we say those I was smelling smiling smelling smiling. I was blouse browsing. I was, and then he's like, uh, he's like, well it's it's it is warm in here. Well you have your coat on. Oh do I? <laughs> it is a bit nipply outside. Did I say nipple? And then he's like, oh there is a nip in the air though. <laughs> Oh man, this makes me want to watch it again. Like it's just such a good movie. We'll definitely have to put it on on Christmas. Oh, for sure. So um, that's all I have for Christmas vacation. Do you have anything else? That's all I've got too. Okay, so let's move on to pop culture. I only have a few things. It's kind of like that time of the year where like not much is happening. You know, like the last two weeks of the year is just kind of like not much going on except for you, yeah. Kelsey. You're busy. 
Um, yeah. But <laughs> um, so I saw they've started like the last episode, the last season of Shameless on Showtime. I haven't watched mm-hmm. any of it, but they said they're going to start the Hall of Shame where they go back and like, they said it's like new, um, new scenes with the actors, but then it like goes back and shows like the, the characters like, um, you know, journey up until that point or something. So it's going to be kind of like a, like a recap, but just like going back and going through all the characters and like showing all the best stuff from them, which I'm like, uh, I'll totally watch that. Like I'll watch that and the new episodes and I'll watch every single bit of it. And I need to get on that because I want to be watching the finale when everyone else is. So I need Mm -hmm. to get on that. But, um, then the other thing I saw, which is really exciting because wonder woman is coming out soon. It's coming out Christmas day in theaters and on HBO max. Remember it's getting good reviews. Like they're like, it leans into things that should lean into it leans away from things that should lean away from. Like it's, it's like just as much magic as the first one. Like Kristen Wiig is so amazing. They're like Gal Gadot and Chris Pine are so amazing. And I wrote down, I can always use more Chris. I can always use more Chris Pine in my life. Heart eye emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. That's literally what I wrote down. So, <laughs> <laughs> cause he's, oh man, he's so beautiful. And like, they really, they have such a good chemistry and it's like a love story you know i'm like if it's a superhero and a love story i'm i'm there for it i am Um, excited about that and did you see that like um disney announced like a ton of new stuff like i read like they announced like 60 new things like it was so much i didn't even remember any of it but it was like some remakes and some stuff that we've talked about like the three men and a baby with zach efron and all that kind of stuff so disney plus is hitting it hard this year for real they um, are which i mean you know i'm here for it whatever totes um next i have what i'm watching do you want me to tell you want me to go first or do you want to go first you can go first so i haven't really watching been watching anything new i was out of town last week so i was you know all over the place but i did finish the queen's gambit which was really good you watched it too right wasn't the ending so good the ending was so good and it's it's seven episodes i think and like the first three i was super into and then i remember being like okay it's a little bit slow but still i'm still into it and then yeah. the last the last two episodes are so good yeah they really are i was also like where is this going like i couldn't tell like what the yeah. ending or what the end game was going to be like what are we working towards but um I really enjoyed the story, but I also really enjoyed like the set design stuff because it's oh, all set yeah. in like the 60s. It was so good. And the clothes, oh my gosh, like it's almost worth it just to watch for that. But also the, the story music. is really good. The music is good. It did not make me want to learn to play chess, but I mean I understand no. why some people would. <laughs> um but it was, you know, it was, it was definitely really interesting. I also finished The Crown, which was also so good. Like, oh, all that stuff with Diana was so good. Like, I'm such a dork for it. After I finished it, they have a show on Netflix called, like, Windsor or something. And it's, like, where it's, like, a documentary about what really happened and how it's, like, all these historians talk about, oh, well, Prince Charles felt like this and he was jealous about this. I haven't watched a couple of those episodes just because I'm such a dork for the crown. So like, it was so, so good. Um, and then I'm still watching my bones rewatch. I've, I, <laughs> that's all I've been watching. So like I'm on season three, like, and there's like 24 episodes a season. So I'm not hard. I'm yeah. Also that doing, won't take you a while. I'm also doing a lot of crafts while I'm watching TV because I um, like to have what we call crafternoons where I'm just sitting, you know, doing my crafts in front of the TV. But um, like, so I don't want to watch something that I have to really pay attention to. So it's like perfect background. <laughs> Are you giving some of those crafts as Christmas presents? Um, I just might be. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. What about you? What have you been watching? Um, I've watched quite a few things. I've got like six on here maybe. Oh. So I watched uh i thought it was a movie but apparently it's a show called into the dark a nasty piece of work i think there's like different ones like this one was like an hour and 17 minutes long so basically a movie okay um 
but it has Ted from Shit's Creek in it, and oh. um, it's kind of like funny horror. Like, oh, okay. So like freaky in a way that movie we just saw. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, but different, but still like funny horror. Um, basically, it's about two guys who are going for the same promotion, and they go to their like rich boss's house, um, like, and they realize that the rich boss like invited them over to do some weird like violent crazy weird oh, stuff to, to try determine. to like win the job or something yeah and it was actually pretty good really um, okay i haven't heard of that That's yeah and then uh, i listened to another podcast that and the two girls when they were talking about the show the bold type um, oh i've heard of that i've never watched it it's on hulu and it's basically about three girls who work for like a magazine in new york so it kind of gives you like it gave me like sex in the city vibes but younger they're maybe in their 20s like early 20s okay um i fell off already so i don't recommend watching it but i did watch it so i had to say it you know okay thank you it's okay we don't love everything see (laughs) yeah yeah we don't um and then the big one which i already said at the beginning of this was the holiday movies that made us the elf episode oh yeah so good i took notes on it because i wanted to just in case we talk about it on here Um, so maybe we can do that soon if not that's okay yeah um but it's really cool I didn't know like John I knew John Favreau directed it I think because he's the doctor in it yeah but there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff about like how they got him and like oh his really expectations for the movie and yeah, oh it was really good well and I've heard there's um, a lot of interesting things about the how they made that movie like how they did the forced perspective with the elves and stuff like they didn't really use any crazy CGI with stuff it's all just like the way they filmed it yeah, no, and like when he's sitting on, is it Bob Newhart? That it's who play, plays Papa L. When yeah. he's sitting on his lap, that's like a kid's legs, and then Will Ferrell's sitting on top of the kid's legs. Yeah. And then Bob Newhart's way behind him. Oh, yeah, like yeah. That way it looks like, you know. It's yeah, cool. like he's, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, that makes me want to watch it. I probably will watch that. <laughs> um, and then I have three more things. Okay. Um, I, we watched a movie, I think it was on Netflix, called Yes, God, Yes. It has the oh, girl in it from Stranger Things. Yeah, I saw like a preview, but I haven't watched it. Was it good? It was okay. It kind of brought up like triggers for me because it's about like this girl who goes to church camp. Oh, no. And like, and she she ends up like, you know, she's like getting horny or having like weird feelings and like, <laughs> and like they she doesn't know how to handle it. How to Not express that part. it. That's not yeah. the part I'm talking about, but like the, <laughs> definitely the church camp triggers are real. Like, oh, and there's just like all these like judgmental people around, but then really they're all doing the same stuff too. Yeah, and like, exactly. Oh, that's funny. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people have like scary church camp stories, you know, like, oh, yeah, it can be, yeah, it can be a lot, but you know, it's like people, they mean, they mean well, but it doesn't always come off like that, you know? Yeah, maybe I you should watch it. Well. It's pretty accurate. Really? Um, <laughs> yeah, certain, certain parts of it. Um, okay. It, it is kind of slow and boring. Like I kind of, I do, I don't super recommend it, but okay. it was all right. Was it kind um, of like, was it like indie and like quirky kind of where it's just like, like an indie film where it's just like, you know, not super exciting but it's still like kind of good <laughs> yeah yeah kind of I, okay. I mean I think you should watch it you know especially okay. especially since we're talking about it but yeah anyway. okay. okay cool um the next thing was a documentary called baby god have you seen this no oh Jackie it's so good it's on Hulu and it's about the doctor from the 60s who um he was a fertility doctor and he put his sperm in women <gasps> without telling them oh Um, no why why would he do that well so at first i thought the documentary was trying to say that he like had good intentions with it because like he was trying to help them and he would know things about them that they didn't like that their husbands maybe weren't able to because some of the women even thought that their husbands were the father of the baby like they were doing the insemination of the husband's sperm and the wife's egg Oh my but really, gosh. it ended up being the doctor's sperm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so there's hundreds of kids out there. And he did it from the time he was like, I forget, like 25, very early in his practice. So he was like 70. So there's hundreds of kids, all ages. And oh they gosh. all started finding each other because of like Ancestry.com and 23andMe. Oh. And, 
Oh, that sounds super interesting. Did he so get they, in trouble or anything? He died. No. Nope. So uh, he <sighs> did. He did have to go to court. They show one of the court cases on there, and he's like an old man, and like anyway. Oh, wow. oh, that's so interesting. I'll so watch that. It was really good. I was super intrigued because they also follow one of the kids who he's older now, and he's going to tell his mom that he found out that his dad isn't really his dad. Because the mom doesn't even know. Oh so, my like, they're, they're following his journey to tell his mom. Oh, my gosh. But, that reminds me of that show, The Keepers, where, like, that horrible priest did all that stuff, and he died before anybody found out about it. And I'm just like, yeah, yikes. That's so not cool. But, oh, that sounds so interesting. What is it called? Baby God? Baby God. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because, okay. Yeah, because he definitely, it seems like he had more of a narcissistic take on it and, like, was just wanting to impregnate pretty women that came into him. Oh, oh. I want to give away so much stuff, but I'm not going to just <laughs> okay, watch it. No, no, that makes me, if you liked it so much, I'll totally for sure watch it. And I was going to tell yeah. you, you know, that the, one of my favorite podcasts is the real crime profile and it has mm-hmm. like an actual FBI agent on it. And they're doing a special on one of those Nexium shows. I don't think it's oh, yeah. the one on HBO that you watched. I think it's maybe a different one, but like they're, they're going through and picking apart like the psychology of the guy that did it. So I was going to tell you, you should listen to that if you want. Ooh, yes. What is the podcast called? I know it's you say it all the time. Real Crime Profile. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, they'll, they'll go down the checklist and they'll be like, you know, obviously, you know, he's a narcissist and obviously he's, you know, just like the psychopathy checklist is what they call it. And it's like, you know, the the super charismatic, the, you know, but also obsessed with themselves, unfeeling, uncaring, you know, like all that stuff. And I'm always like, yeah, I know a few people like that. (laughs) Yeah. Just a few. Just a few. That's, Um, no, that's so cool though. The last thing I have is the flight attendant. I started it on HBO Max with Kaylee Cuoco. Uh Yes. Was it good? Did you ever watch it? No, I didn't. It is good. Yeah. Angela and I are both pretty into it. It's, it's interesting, like the perspective that they do things on, like, so at the very beginning you find out she's like this drunk, she's a flight attendant, but she also likes to party and have a good time. And she drinks a lot and she like ends up hooking up with this guy in one of the countries that she flies to. Um, and then wakes up next to him and he's dead. Like his throat slit and everything. You find this out literally in the preview. So don't worry. Yeah. Yeah, I know it was like some guy that died. But isn't it that so, really hot guy that's like he was in the Age of Adeline movie, I think, and he's like ridiculously hot. Yeah, and he's in the Haunting of Hill House. He's like the main. Brother yeah, I know you. You probably don't remember him as him as ridiculously hot, but he is. Oh man. So yeah, like, I'll watch it just for that. <laughs> and he's the dead guy, but he's in it throughout because she she like is trying to figure out what happened to him, and like it ends up going through all this ends up going through all this crazy stuff but she constantly has these like hallucinations and flashbacks of like him and so she's constantly seeing him and so he's kind of like this voice this voice in her head oh cool okay no that totally makes me want to watch it for sure i'll have to check that out yeah yeah good good. anyway that's it i've been watching a lot (laughs) i know i was like i feel like i haven't binged anything in a while because like i didn't really binge like the Queen's Gambit or the Crown, like I would watch like one episode a night, and I was like, I haven't had like a good binge lately. Um, yeah, you know. Ooh, yeah. Well, I'd recommend starting with Baby God. Okay. Well, is that also, a, is I that have, a movie or is it a show? It's a documentary, and it's only like an hour and a half long, I think. Okay, so it's like a movie. So it's not like it, multiple apps. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's not multiple apps, right? It, Baby God, the one about the doctor, was it wasn't multiple episodes, was it? It was just one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that was it. Um, but the reason I have so many is because we haven't podcasted in a while. So I, I know, slowly like write things down. Yeah, I know. It's been it's been a little it's been a hot minute. Um, oh, I just remembered what was the thing I was gonna tell you to um oh gosh. like I was just like, oh, and I need to tell you to watch this and now I can't remember. Oh, it was a 2020 episode. So um, there is a very famous case from Bastrop, which is literally like 15 miles from where Kelsey and I grew up. And Mm -hmm. it is like this really famous murder case where 
Um, I'm like, here's our true crime update for the day. We can call it that because you know how I love the true crime. So it's oh, yeah. Crime, but it's our area, right? So it was like in the 90s, this girl, I'm going to give you the basics. It was in okay. the 90s, this white girl was 19. She worked at HEB. Um, she was um, trying to earn money for her wedding. She was engaged to a police officer at the time. Um, and it, like her, her family like liked him. Some of her friends thought he was a little controlling, whatever. So she leaves for work one morning. She's got to be there at like 3.30 in the morning because it's like some super early shift. She, shift. she drives his truck um, and then she disappears. Then they find her body later. Her truck is at the high school, Bastrop High School. She's dead on the side of the road. And they're like, we don't know what happened. Then they do, then like a year later, finally they do a DNA test and they find because she had been raped. So they do the DNA test and they find that it's this guy, this black guy in town. I think his name is Rodney Reed. And he, he was like, well, we were having an affair. He's like, yeah, of course uh -huh. my DNA is because we were having an affair. Um, and, and so, but then he ends up getting convicted because they found his DNA on her, but he's like, I didn't oh. do anything. But then later, yeah. so like everybody was not really suspicious of the boyfriend but like the boyfriend um has gotten has been in trouble because this was like 30 years ago so like now he's been in trouble a couple times for like making like women like when he was working as a police officer having women in his car and basically raping them and so like he's in jail right now and so rodney reed is on death row but like so the point is that's like it really could have been either one and it's really hard to like like you'll hear something and it'll sway it one way and then you hear something else and it'll sway it another way it's like i don't really feel like you could choose between the two guys like and so one of them's on death row the black guy and then the other one uh. you know got in trouble since then and the thing that i didn't know that i learned on this 2020 episode was that rodney reed had like sexually assaulted women before um like pretty violently but you know, I don't think that they were really like, he was going to kill me. It was just like, he, you know, just forced himself on me. Um, but like, there was no, I don't think there was any other DNA like on her besides what was in her, if that makes sense. So it's just yeah. like crazy. And it's from Bastrop, which is just like so close to us. I totally feel like I've listened to a podcast about this. Before. You probably have. It's been on a lot because, so the guy's on death row and like- Because wasn't it coming up soon or yes. something? Yeah, yeah, I think I told you about it because the governor actually signed a, a stay of execution because there's all this stuff going on. So like mm -hmm. his, his like execution was like coming up and it got bumped because of all this Good. stuff going on. Yeah, because I'm like, seriously, if you watch it, I really feel like you couldn't decide which one did it. And if you can't tell which one did it, you can't kill one of them. It's How like, can you have someone on death row for something that you're not certain for that sure positive? Did. And that's just, and you know, the family is like, well, she never told us that she was, you know, sleeping with the, with the guy, but like, um, and they were like, this was back in the nineties, which it still was a big deal for like a white girl to be with a black guy and like all this stuff. Um, but then like somebody came forward, like somebody, she worked with at HEB and she was like, yeah, she told me that she was sleeping with the black guy. Like, and it was just like, like, she and was, well, just that's the weird thing is it, it's crazy that that wasn't that long ago, but like, yeah, still it, it was such a big deal still, to some people back then. Yeah. Such a, it's like, it's so silly, but like, mm -hmm. you know, I think that it was like, she was pretty young. She was only 19 and it was like, it seemed kind of like, if what he's saying is true, that she was just like kind of trying to sow her wild oats, like before she got married, like she was just trying to like live it up um yeah which i mean you know maybe you don't do that when you're in a relationship next time but you do you i mean you know it's like whatever so i don't know it's it's just it's a very like polarizing case and it's just weird that like they can't they can't really prove it either way and he might be lying he might be saying that they were having an affair just to cover it up you never know but the innocence project is involved and it's this whole thing yeah anyway wow. there's a there's a, a 2020 episode on Hulu about it like it recently aired because it's like it's going on right now still so pretty cray okay that yeah. is cray I'll definitely have to check the idiot out 
It was a good one. Man, I love those true crime stories. I'm going to tell you what. Um, True crime. Hold on. Let me, um, what else do I have on here? Okay. So do you have anything else or do you want to talk Bachelorette? Let's talk Bachelorette because that's all I've got. Okay. Because, oh my gosh, it was so good this week. Two episodes this week and two episodes next week, which OMG. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm like, oh, they're trying to wrap it up because Matt James' season starts in like three weeks. Like it's come, it starts the first week of January. So it's like back to back. I, what a time to be alive, Kelsey. I just, I'm really excited. <laughs> it's a good time. It it's really a good is. time to be alive. So yeah. So the Blake date was weird when they were trying to do all that, like, not voodoo throat chakra healing yeah stuff and like it was just really uncomfortable i was like oh and then she's like oh and if you can go ahead and please disrobe like how many times did that dude have to get naked on the show for real basically every date (laughs) i was like i mean i'm not gonna lie he looks good without a shirt but like still i'd be like still do i have to get naked (laughs) yeah for real and then like she said bye to riley which was like sad well she like lost it when she was saying bye to blake and then she went and said bye to riley and it was like so obviously she really likes them but she's like they're not my person which i was telling kelsey before this i'm tired of people saying my person just like yeah i'm okay with it but it is funny that you're tired of it (laughs) (laughs) it's just like i don't know it's so cheesy and i think because it's from Grey's anatomy i'm like come on come on now um and then of course we said bye to bennett and noah and like Bennett, oh, finally, you know how I was going back and forth with Bennett. I was like, is he cool or is he a douche? I mean, he's full on douche right now. Yeah. Like he just did not look good in any of those episodes. Um, and then they go to the mental all, which was like weird. First of all, there's no audience, obviously stupid COVID, but then like not all the guys were there. Like Chasen wasn't there and yeah. like some pretty big guys that you like remember weren't there at all it was like how can ed be there and chasen's not there i don't know it was just like yeah weird. totally and it was sorry well, go ahead no go ahead no, no you it, no you no you so it was weird but it was also like it wasn't as loud you know like the audience is always clapping and going nuts and so like when they started arguing you could kind of actually hear what they were both trying to say like to me, it was a little easier to follow without all the background noise. Um, yeah. And there wasn't too much fighting, um, but like, and Bennett, it's just like, he doesn't, like, I liked how all the other guys were like, look, you never talk to me like that, but it is condescending the way you talk to him. And it's like, why do you talk to him like that? Like, it's just, you yeah. know, it's just weird. And I um, liked Noah just fine. I feel like Noah wouldn't have had anything to do with that situation if Bennett hadn't been egging it on. No, for sure. And like, he is young, but he, it's not like he's 12. I mean, he's, he seemed with yeah. it and like maybe a little bit immature, but not like, not like over the top. And I cannot believe that Yosef showed up. I cannot, I could not believe that. Like I was, I'm here for it because I want to see mm-hmm. the guys give it to him. But then he was just like, no, I don't regret anything. And I don't owe Claire an apology. And all the guys were just like, yeah and he's like i would totally be okay with a guy talking to my daughter like that he doubled down he did not even back off in the slightest and riley did you hear him he was like obviously this is the way this guy's is ladies look out for this guy it's like Mm -hmm. you know on national tv being such a jerk and it's like i couldn't tell if he was like just leaning into it because like he felt like that that's the way he should be acting or like maybe he thought that that was going to get him more attention but like either way it's not a good look and even chris harrison was like dude that was not a good look (laughs) yeah he was like i don't do this often yeah so you need some help bro seriously and like how they were like you'd be okay with your daughter (laughs) somebody talking to your daughter like that he was like if she deserved it and they were like yeah, they were all just like speechless. Like, okay, yeah. this guy is pretty much saying he'd be okay with his wife, like, or with his daughter getting talked to abusively. Exactly. And it's like, oh man, it's like, hey, you don't need to go on The Bachelorette. You need to go to therapy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, For sure. Um, yeah, but like, they did, it seemed like they didn't like talk about that much. Like, they didn't really like go really deep into anything. They only called Yosef basically up to the couch to sit down and talk. 
And then like when Tayshia came out, who, by the way, looked fire, that dress she was wearing, that dress she was wearing, I was like, this is how the Bachelorette should dress. Remember how I hated all of Claire's outfits? Tayshia looked fire at the mental all that suede little dress is like oh wow get it girl but um she looked so good she looked so beautiful and I just like it how all the guys like they seem to really they're like even though we didn't end together end up together it's like they grew from just being around her because she made them step up she made Mm -hmm. them just be like look this is not gonna go and it's like she made them step up as men but then when they were showing like weird the boner scene with Blake and how he was like getting a boner when that lady was doing the shocker stuff, did you see that part? Okay, but also I, I kind of think that they could have added that black box without having a boner because she was just dangling that thing over his wiener. That's so true. like that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that he had a boner, but they probably put that black box there but to make it look kept, like that. She kept looking down but at that's because true but that the lady <laughs> was like trying to like use that like crystal thing yeah. dangling it over his ding dong it was just, but you know then again maybe he did have a boner who knows i mean and either way it's no big deal i mean it happens but it's just like not something they usually talk about so openly on tv on the bachelorette i just feel like you know? he would have been like oh okay sorry like yeah (laughs) exactly and he just sat there and then like I was watching his face when they were showing it and he looked so uncomfortable he was like I can't believe they're showing he was probably like they're making it look like I like I had one and I didn't yeah I know like it was yeah it was really it was it was just a little it, it, it was like they took it a few steps too far but whatever I mean, I don't think they had too much to work with because there wasn't very much drama this year, which, you know, thank you, Tayshia. Yeah, I honestly liked it. I thought we had just enough mental. I was a little bit shorter. Yeah. And, well, yeah. Well, because nobody wants to sit and listen to, to grown men arguing for two hours. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to listen to grown women arguing for two hours. Like, when nobody no. can get their point across, it's really annoying. It's like, they're going to have to invoke the... Um, the presidential debate rule where only the people with the microphone get to speak and because <laughs> like when you can't hear yeah it, if only it were like that i know right um but so then the hometown debates i thought hometown debates the hometown dates were really cute <laughs> i thought it was like cute all the things that the guys came up with which you know like the production team did all that but i thought it was mm-hmm. cute and like by far my favorite was the zach stuff when they were doing all the new york and he was like teaching her how to hail a cab like yeah he's he's definitely grown on me i didn't like grown him on me first. a lot and i was like crushing on him so hard i was like okay he's so cute i've always been partial to hot ben and that boy is fine like for real but he's like I think especially after everything that happened, she sent Ben home and he never said that he was in love with her. It's like he wasn't mature enough to handle it all. You know, like I think that he grew, Mm -hmm. hopefully from the experience, but like he wasn't mature enough to just be like, look, I'm going to be a man here and just be like, I'm in love with you. Like he, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think he's got some stuff in his past that he still needs to work with. But Zach, that is my favorite thing about Zach. I mean, he's really cute. He seems really fun. But he's also so mature because he's been through so much. He knows what it's like to lose mm-hmm. so much and to come back from it. And like, I'm like, if anybody can go head to head with Tasha, maturity and emotion, like emotional intelligence, it's him. You know what I mean? It's yeah. That. No, definitely. I was like, I really like, regardless, and like, we know who, we know who supposedly the winner is, but um, we do. I like either way would be like I'm loving Zach like oh wow he's just like I don't know and I like it because he is good looking but he's not like Ben he's not like you just look at him and you're like wow he's mm. hot he's fiery emoji. Yeah, when I do like Brendan a lot too I do too and I like Ivan a lot too like she's got really good mm-hmm. guys Ivan seems yeah to- actually I listened to the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast with Rachel Lindsay and Becca today yeah, and they had Ivan on, and it made me like him even more. Like I liked him really? even in the episode, but he just seems really smart and he's really well spoken and like yeah. kind. 
Yeah, he um, does seem yeah. very kind. And the stuff with his brother was really neat. How it's just like, dude, we're best friends. Like, even though obviously they're they're so different and they've been through a lot of stuff, they're they're best buddies. Yeah, and Ben was on the Bachelor Happy Hour podcast last week. Oh, what did and- he say? It made me not like him. Oh, I felt like I just, always... he seemed kind of full of himself and just very like, yeah, I don't I know. See like, that. He, yeah, he just did not come across as well as Ivan did. I, I could see that because like he, he is a guy, I think he's been through a lot in his life, but he's also very attractive. So I don't think he's ever had to work very hard to get girls, which is, you know, good for mm-hmm. a guy's self-esteem, but it's like, then mm-hmm. it's too much. It's like, if they think they don't have to try at all, you know, then it's like, oh, you've crossed the line. You're into douche territory now. And nobody likes a douche. Um, he totally but, seemed douchey. Yeah, I could totally see that. And that's the thing, like what I always say about like the, the two qualities that I would look for in a man. And I, these are two difficult things to put together is confidence, but humility. You got to have mm-hmm. both. Like I'm confident in myself. I am me. I am who I am, but I'm not better than anybody else. Like I don't, say I am, I right. don't act like I am. And that's, those are two tough things to kind of get down. So yeah. Cause honestly, if you're douchey and cocky like that, there's an insecurity somewhere in there that's making you be that way. Right. And like, I feel like honestly, like most personality traits, like when it boils down to it, it's because somebody's insecure and that just, yeah. it's like, that's just the basics of everybody's bad personality traits. And we've all got them, you know, we do. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely excited for next week. Oh, me too. I really, I was kind of thinking, well, I don't want to say who I was thinking would go home because I feel like that's going to start, we're going to start giving stuff away, but yeah, we can't. I was surprised that it was Ben. Um, oh, me too. Yeah. I was we, like, we can say that now that he went yeah, home. Now that he's gone. Reality yeah. Steve had him as second. And so, yes, Reality oh, Steve was wrong. Okay. Then so- again, then again, I looked at the very beginning, so I don't know if he's changed things since then or corrected things. So it could yeah. be different now, but I will say he had been as the number two. Oh, and so that's wrong. Oh, interesting. Okay, so that makes me feel like everything he said might be wrong then. So yeah, you, you don't know. I mean, I still think that the winner is correct so far, just yeah. after watching everything I did and too. seeing who she's into the most. Yeah. It does seem like that, but we'll see how it all plays out. It never ends up being exactly how we think. Right. And like, it's, it's kind of the way, like the, the ending that we know of, it's like, it's kind of making sense at this point, like, and they're, I don't know, almost teasing it a little bit. So yeah, I, and honestly, it doesn't ruin anything because like you said, sometimes he's wrong because yeah, I, Mm -hmm. I didn't remember that he was second. So Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't remember though if he was third or, you know, I was like, I don't, I was like, is he second or third or what? So yeah, it's, it's good. I'm excited for next week. I think next week is the whole finale, right? It is Monday and Tuesday. Oh, I'm, I'm down for it. Two nights in a row. I'm good. <laughs> Gosh, I'm going to, I'm going to have to watch it Wednesday, mo- Tuesday morning and Wednesday morning oh. right after. Cause I don't get off work till nine. So I'm going to need to stay off Instagram. Oh, I'm gonna- oh you're going to have to like work to not, well but even if it's like who you think it is it's like you knew it right you'll still go back and watch that's true that's true I totally could just watch it yeah we'll see I'll think about it and another thing I was gonna say is I really like the stuff with the families how there was only like two or three people like I liked it when it was less so it was like you didn't have to like hear so many names and talk to so many different people it was like they talked to the mom they talk to the dad or you know Mm -hmm. like the father figure in their life and so like I actually kind of like that better and it's I I did too I didn't spend so much time going like oh he grew up in a really nice house it's like it doesn't matter it's just like have the parents come to where they are and then they can you know so I did enjoy that but yeah it was it was good I'm (laughs) here for it yeah we didn't have to deal with all the bs of like in drama there wasn't like any drama no there wasn't I know it wasn't like you know like some ex-boyfriend will come up and start talking to somebody you know or just like all kinds of crazy stuff that they try to add in and they just there just wasn't any of that but yeah I'm excited I'm excited me too me too okay so do we want to talk about what we want to do next time or do we want to just see how it goes I think we should just see how it goes. Because if we do another one, I say we do Elf. 
Okay, I'm down for that. And of course, we're going to have to do like right after Christmas Day, uh, Wonder Woman, because it's coming out. That's going to be the next not Christmas movie sure. we watch. For sure. And I'm That's so true. stoked for that. I'm so excited. I so love, if we don't man. do Elf, everyone do yourselves a favor and go watch the holiday movies that made us, the yeah. Elf one, on Netflix right now. It's really good. I'm for sure going to watch that this week. And I'm going to watch Baby God. And then what was the other one you said? The Flight um, Attendant. Flight Attendant. I got to watch all those. So I've got a few binges I need to get going on. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, are we done? I think we're done. If you're done. I'm done. You're done. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Come on!